and welcome to the Lactation Land Podcast. I am your host, Alex Wachelka. I'm an international board-certified lactation consultant, mother of two, writer, speaker, educator, and passionate about all things pregnancy, birth, and feeding babies. I'm here to guide you through your lactation journey and provide you the evidence-based information you need to make the decisions that are right for you. This podcast is a blend of education and support for parents and professionals. If you're ready to learn more about lactation and breastfeeding on your terms, and I can't wait for you to join me. Hello and welcome to today's episode. How many times have you heard or been told that breastfeeding is supposed to hurt? That it's a rite of passage and it's just something that you have to deal with and push through and you know, things will get better with time. I cannot stand when new parents are given that information because it's not true. Let me start by saying this. You do not need to toughen up your nipples or do anything to prepare them for breastfeeding. If your experience is anything like mine, you received unsolicited advice from well-meaning friends and family as soon as you shared the news of your pregnancy. So that advice might not have anything to do with your goals or how you want to feed your baby, but people just think they need to tell you their experience. And unfortunately, we don't get to hear too many good stories. So whether you are expecting a baby right now or you have clients who are expecting a baby or you're supporting them through feeding their baby, we are going to talk about today why breastfeeding hurts sometimes and how to actually care for your nipples. So I didn't grow up seeing other people breastfeed in my family. My mom breastfed my siblings and I just for a short period of time, and her struggles included painful latches and mastitis, and ultimately she didn't have access to the support that she needed. I had other people tell me about their cracked nipples and to expect it to hurt and how awful of a thing to think going into this, you know, brand new experience. So while it's common to experience some nipple pain or discomfort during those first few weeks, that doesn't mean it's normal. It's actually a myth that breastfeeding has to hurt, that it's supposed to hurt and just be this, you know, terrible thing that you have to deal with. Breastfeeding really should be pain-free and comfortable. A comfortable latch feels like a gentle tugging or gentle pulling sensation. If you have nipple pain, this is an indicator that there's an issue that needs to be addressed. So while breastfeeding is a natural way to feed a baby, it doesn't always feel natural at first. It comes with a long learning curve. It takes time for both you and your baby to get the hang of it. And I really like to describe it as driving a car or for those of you who don't drive, riding a bike. There was a time when you didn't know how to do this. Someone helped you, someone taught you and you practice and you learned and you got the hang of it. And now it might be second nature, but it didn't start out that way. Breastfeeding is the same thing. So why do some people experience pain then? As you're working to practice the best latch, you might experience some nipple pain and some tenderness along the way. So sometimes it's a mild soreness or tenderness, and this can be due to the hormonal shifts after birth. This usually fades with time, 
provided there are no underlying issues. But if you're having pain or discomfort, whether it's mild or not, you should work with a lactation consultant. You don't need to toughen up or suck it up or just grin and bear it. It is not supposed to have you holding your breath and tensing your body and pulling your shoulders up to your ears in preparation for your baby latching. If that's happening, you need an IBCLC. The most common cause of pain that I see in my practice is from a shallow latch. So when a baby latches to the breast, they, they need to take in not only the nipple, but some of the surrounding tissue as well. They use their tongue to draw it all the way to the back of the mouth where their soft palate is. And when the latch is really shallow, the nipple is pressed up against the hard palate. So this is the roof of your baby's mouth. And this is what creates pain. And it can actually change the shape of your nipple immediately after a feeding. So if your nipple isn't coming out of your baby's mouth looking the same way as it went in, if it's squished or it's compressed or it's pointed in some way, that is indicating a shallow latch. So it could be due to how your baby's positioned and we might just need a little quick fix in making some adjustments. Um, sometimes it's because your baby physically cannot get a deep latch. So when that's the case, it's usually anatomical, meaning their tongue mobility is impaired, although there, there are other causes. And this would require an oral evaluation and a feeding assessment from a trained IBCLC. So as always, if you are struggling to get a deep latch, despite your best efforts, or you're supporting a client through getting a deep latch, and despite your best efforts, it's just not working, find an IBCLC to help you. Another really common cause that I see for early nipple pain is due to breast pumps. And I'm not going to focus on that in this episode, but specifically it, it often comes down to the wrong size flange. And that's another thing that an IBCLC can support you with. So back to nipples. Um, if they do become cracked, which, you know, it's common if you're nursing a baby with a poor latch, it doesn't make it normal, but there are steps that you can take to support your healing while you're waiting to see a lactation consultant. So if you are expecting or you're counseling expecting parents and you are wondering about nipple creams, we're going to talk about that. If having a nipple cream makes you feel more confident about breastfeeding, then please use one. It's really important that the cream is food safe and therefore safe for your baby to ingest. So things like Vaseline and petroleum jellies and mineral oils, these are all petroleum byproducts and they can actually irritate the skin and clog the pores. And because of this, I really advise against using them. I do not use them in my practice. Um, they're really just not great products overall. Uh, when something is placed on your skin, it's rapidly absorbed into your skin. So this is another reason I'm just not a fan of petroleum byproducts. There are some nipple butters and creams that also contain different herbs and essential oils. So it's also to be mindful, especially if you have very sensitive skin, because this could cause a reaction. And when you hit Google and you're looking for support around sore nipples and breastfeeding, all the creams and ads and suggestions are coming your way. And when there are just too many things being used, too many creams, too many ointments on the nipples and the skin, there is the potential for it to cause contact dermatitis for some people. 
And this is itchy, red, inflamed skin on the breast, nipple, areola, and it is really, really uncomfortable. One of the really common uh, creams, ointments out there that most people swear by, uh, influencers say, oh, this saved my breastfeeding relationship. And if you don't have much information, uh, might be your go-to as well. And that's lanolin. Lanolin is a very popular topical treatment. It is a very thick ointment that comes from sheep that have been raised for wool. Most of the parents that I work with have already purchased this. So they got it at a baby shower. They put it on the registry. They bought it themselves. Uh, most of the families uh, I work with already have this. And the reason that they do is because some parents have had great success and tell others to use it. And for other people, it literally does nothing to help with healing or pain. And that's where I like to look at the evidence. An IBCLC practices evidence-based care. And the evidence that we have suggests that lanolin is allergenic. So it can cause irritation in contact dermatitis for some people. So it's not my first choice for nipple care. This is also because the evidence that we have suggests it's really not that effective in healing damaged nipples. Most nipple pain can be corrected by changing your baby's latch and positioning, but this does not mean that all nipple pain can be corrected this way. But it is an important part of the puzzle. There are also those situations where the latch has been corrected, but because of previous damage, your nipples are still very sore. So in which case we need to go through the healing process before we can rule out any other potential causes. But if at any point the pain is too much or there's damage and it's worsening, you need to get in touch with a lactation consultant. So what, what's actually going to heal your nipples? You, you know, might be at this point thinking, okay, that's great. You know, you've told me why they hurt and, and what I shouldn't use, but, but how do I actually heal damage? What do I do? So if you are trying to sort through some nipple damage yourself and you're waiting to see a lactation consultant, uh, there are some things that you can do. And if you're supporting a client right now, uh, you can use some of these following things as well. These are some of my favorite ways to support nipple pain and healing nipples with my clients. Using expressed breast milk. Human milk has properties that support wound healing. It protects against infection. It's anti-inflammatory. There's evidence that demonstrates it works quickly. And this is super easy because you can just hand express a few drops directly onto your nipple and let it air dry as long as you don't have deep open wounds. So it won't cause harm, but healing a significant wound is actually going to require a completely different method. We, we don't want it exposed. We want it covered. We use things like hydrogels and Medi Honey, and that's where you really need a one-to-one -one assessment. I also like suggesting the use of organic olive oil with my clients. It's antioxidant, it's anti-inflammatory, and it has some research to support healing. And all of this research will be linked for you in the show notes for those who want to go deeper. It's also food safe olive oil. So it's okay to be left on your nipples. There's no need to wipe it off before your baby feeds. Something, there is a, a cream called Apno, all-purpose nipple ointment. And that is something where it's a, a combination of different types of, of medications. And 
that does need to be wiped off. So I always like to use these more conservative natural options that have the evidence first. Coconut oil is another one that I like using. It has similar similar properties as far as its ability to help soothe and heal. There really isn't a lot of clinical evidence that supports it use, its use, but culturally it's used all over the world with, with really similar results. Another way that I have supported clients through nipple pain and nipple healing is with silver caps. Silverette caps are little silver caps to wear in between feeding over the nipple inside your bra. So they are made of 100% pure silver. This does put them as an investment in your breastfeeding journey, but silver is naturally antimicrobial. And there's actually research that demonstrates that these can help heal damaged nipples. So they're, they're not meant to be used in conjunction with creams, but rather just worn on their own or just worn with a little bit of breast milk. You would put them on after a feeding, leave them on until the next feeding, and they can work really, really quickly. So a quick little recap for you here. Please know that breastfeeding may not feel natural at first, and that's okay. It has a learning curve that everyone is going to get at their own pace. But if there is ever any concerns, connect with an IBCLC. We want to make sure that your baby is drawing the nipple all the way to the back of their mouth to create a comfortable latch because one of the most common reasons for nipple pain is a shallow latch. So there's a lot that we can do around positioning, but any pain is worth investigating with a lactation consultant. You really don't have to have a whole bunch of different nipple creams and butters to be successful feeding your baby. But if having one is going to help you feel more confident, then please do what is going to make you feel best. And I just want to reiterate that anything that you put on the sensitive skin of your nipple and areola should be food safe and allow your skin to breathe. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It would be amazing if you would rate and review this podcast, screenshot you listening to this episode and tag me at Motherhood Blooms Lactation and share it with as many expecting and breastfeeding moms as you can. You will help make such a difference in their lives. If you need extra support, just DM me on Instagram at Motherhood Blooms Lactation and I'll be in touch.